Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to another episode of No Small Roles, a D&D podcast where there are no small roles and no small infiltration to prepare for. Huzzah! Huzzah! Sneaky. I'm David Knight, your Dungeon Master, and I'm joined by these well-rested interlopers. So say hi, everyone. Oh, Oh, it's nice to have had a rest. How many episodes did we not have a rest? I think it was like six in the end. Yeah, a long time. This is only our second day in Fall Lost Vale. It's only our second day in the whole campaign. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, so you've all got one day to get yourselves ready. And yep, considering how long that first day took, (laughs) let's get on with it. Episode 17. Let's get on with these next 18 episodes. (laughs) So let's cue the theme tune. your party of players and polyhedral dice your tragic backstory better be worth the sacrifice seize your sheets and d20 let's play D and your haggard character swaggers with daggers in each hand you've all discussed what you must but even best lay plans take a turn when checks are missed roll initiative brandish your blades Don't fail your saves. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is your story. No guts, no glory. Confront your fate with every roll. Every Inside one who will pay the price, their chance of success will rest upon the dice. No risk too great, no choice too bold. This is no small rolls. So, after returning to De Romanette House, a visitor arrived to speak with you, Arcanist Zeravir Tarek. Upstairs, however, Gwendolyn spoke briefly with her father and sister via a magical sending stone, learning that Carhilda had been a name bestowed on her by her mother, <laughs> though it was meant to be kept a secret, especially Oops. from Occosians. <laughs> Classic. Rejoining the group, you all settled in for a chat with Zerovir, 
who sealed the room from outside divinations. She began to question the coincidence of your involvement in Tillisham, Rosthall, and now Forlos Vale, informing you that any mention of your group was being redacted in official records. She also expressed her concerns that Pellegree had not been taken to the usual holding pens when arrested, but instead to Archmagus Petragranius' estate. Whilst you spoke, something unseen probed Enkidu's and Juna's minds, and as you neared the end of the conversation, Arcanist Klain Eovet ended his invisibility, proclaiming his confidence in your trustworthiness. The two Arcanists rather indirectly informed you that they planned to have the Archmagus away from her estate the day after tomorrow, distracting her with a tour of the Consortium for time in Prevos. Eovet also wanted a lengthy discussion with Axissa Wingthrup about the Children of Havoc at the same time, leaving you with a packet of edible orbs that granted invisibility and protection from divination magics, the Arcanists left. You then made your way back to the Feather Pillow, collecting a consortium application for Orin as you went, before settling in for a long rest. So, um, what happened during the night? Ruana came back! Ruana came back! Yay! She's back as a micro owlbear because adorable. <laughs> because adorable. <laughs> no, no, retcon, retcon. We're about to do something where we need her to not be adorable. Let's make her an owl again. <laughs> like stealthy, stealthy okay. owl. <laughs> You're just not doing the bear yeah. part this time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a micro owl. Little tiny owl. Yeah. Does she... Is she like the same kind of mottled colour and things that she is as an owlbear, as an owl? Or is it like a completely new form for her? She has been an owl before. She was an eyebrowy owl. So the horned owl? I think she's more like, when she was a micro owlbear, I think she was more like barn owly. So she's mm. a bit more like a little little one of those. Oh, cute. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, Ikidu slipped out the window. <gasps> so he waited what, for... during the night? During the night, he waited until everyone he could. He was sure everyone was asleep, and then he slipped out the window to his room and into the streets. Mm. Stuck to the shadows, um, moving quickly because it was late when he got back in. Using the character feature, uh, criminal contact, you will find that um, that that wee little lass from um, the beginning of our adventure in Fallen Vale. Let's see if we can get some word to her. I will say that just at time of day that she works mm-hmm. you probably won't find her in the middle of the night but again with that same criminal contact feature mm-hmm. absolutely you know what you're looking for in shady dealings uh, okay. especially like you've, you've spent a day in this city now and some of that you spent sat watching people as well so yeah you have a sense of of who it is so you do manage to find someone mm-hmm. a sort of young half-elf tan skin as, as much as you can see in the dark drawn back hair into a little ponytail who is very kind of got one of those big coats like the lapels up but it's like they're trying to overly disguise themselves in some way and, and you're like <laughs> it's four o'clock in the morning at this point what are you doing mate <laughs> exactly yeah but they they notice your noticing of them um kind of pause a moment and like cross the street over to you um classic like park bench scenario and one looks one way and one looks the other yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i'll just you know whisper well met no names mm-hmm. only money talks um children of havoc rings is missing looking for information on any eyes on him movements of the children and uh what our six-sided friends are doing in response then i will slip them five gold 
And they kind of like glance down at it. For that information, double that. I will look to their eyes mm. menacingly. Excuse me. Do you want to try that again? The sort of the glare is met like not coldly back, but mm. there is a slight amusement in it of like, all right, he's, he means business, but they don't say anything. Okay. You can have seven. A guaranteed opportunities for more. Seven, and I'll see what I can find out. How long are you going to be around here for? I'll be here for at least two days. Give me an hour. You have an hour? Hand them seven gold. Cool. Slide it across the bench, straight into a pocket, get up and walk away from you fairly swiftly. Sweet. How long do you wait there for? Um, I'll fly up onto a rooftop. Like, if there's, like, something that's not a house, and I'll just see if I can keep watch from there. Yeah, there's um, there are a few buildings sort of where you found yourself that are slightly more shop-based. Uh, they're clearly closed up for the night and there's nobody inside of them, you can imagine. Okay. Or at least maybe maybe somebody living in a back room or something like that, but at the very least, the lights are all out. There's no candles anywhere. Okay. I'll hide behind if there's like a, a lip to the roof, mm-hmm. some kind of like thing like that. I'll just dump myself behind there, but just keeping eyes on where, where I just was. Yeah, absolutely. It's actually about an hour and a half that goes past. Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> uh, before they come back. But they do come back. Okay. And they just position themselves exactly the same spot back on the uh back on the bench. Is there anyone else around? No. Um I'll slide down the wall. <laughs> I won't make you roll for it, don't worry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> All right, go on. <laughs> you clatter to the ground. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you took your time. What'd you find? Not a lot. They're aware of uh, some movement, but they're happy to uh explain what they know to you face to face. Who? The children? Or the hex? The hex. They work out of a place called the Queen's Comb, down in Floodthorpe. Okay. You're welcome there. Someone will meet you. I've got you. All right. I'll see you around. Best of luck to you, my friend. And you. And again, stand up, walk off, swift as anything. Yeah. Part ways. I'll go back to the inn, flying through the window. And then I'll just take a nap until the sun comes up. Hmm. Um, as you're making your way back in, can you make a stealth check? Yeah. That's without a trace. Blimmin' <laughs> 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 <Blimmin> warlocks. <laughs> Good thing I did. Because <laughs> I rolled a two. Uh, but that's eight plus ten. So that's eighteen. <laughs> eighteen. Eighteen's enough. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine anybody else's passive perception is <laughs> is that high. So yeah, nope. just enough. At one point you think, maybe Aggie's seen me. Mm. Um but yeah, while she kind of looks at it, looks at you and watches you come in the window, there's there's not much more from from the little goose. <laughs> you know how to keep secrets, don't you, girl? <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Are you threatening my goose? <laughs> Guys, has done it. <laughs> not like anyone knows that Aggie knows that Gaia stole the gold yeah. from. Aggie's- Full of secrets. <laughs> full Aggie of has seen. If only there was a way of getting information out of if her. Aggie, if Aggie, yeah, if, if we ever spoke. ever betrayed, we should suspect Aggie first. <gasps> I know how we could get the information out of her when she makes a cup of tea. Then we read the tea leaves, and the secrets are there. Yeah, oh my God. <laughs> I've cracked the code. If Gaius hears that, I've solved your puzzle. She won't make it till dawn. Would anyone like a twin type? If June is going down the cleric route, she can learn divination, right? <laughs> oh, Daryl, you just spoiled something I was about to do. Oh no! Enkidus. This way you never have spell, Daryl. I just was thinking, like, what question to ask about what we're about to do. 
So now we can talk about it. <laughs> so, in yeah, in which case, yeah, the morning comes around a few hours later. Who's up first? What's happening? June is, June is up early having a chat with Ruana. And when the others come down, they hear her be like, well, that is quite the adventure you went on, Ruana. And that's all they hear about that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Suffer much. Oh, what a tease! Oh. I, I feel like I need a whole adventure of that. <laughs> Cut that if we don't do it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Optional retcon. Optional retcon. <laughs> Please, can we have a spin-off chat show called Optional Retcon? <laughs> It would just be a cassette boy kind of like tape of every yeah. time we've said it. <laughs> just remix the episodes. Oh my gosh. Good barkeep. We will have several plates of breakfast, please. Several plates of breakfast. All right. And then rush off and start cooking up stuff. More egg drop soup for you all. <laughs> Our favorite. When Orin comes down, um, he's going to be busy tinkering on a few things um, mm -hmm. uh, while he's waiting for Brecky and tea. Is any of it obvious that he's... Yes. Aggie is on the table and uh, there seems to be rolls of paper and uh, a quill of some description and her neck is currently not attached to the rest of her while Orin is sort of feeding bits of paper and attaching a quill in various ways and then eventually reattaching the neck back onto the rest of Aggie uh, and booting her back on again. Orin, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I've had a bit of an idea um, yeah. inspired by our uh, incident on the boat. Ah. Uh, with the non-talking ghost. Um, and, uh, well, I was just thinking it would be really useful um, if Aggie could uh, actually report what she sees. Oh. Um, so. <laughs> and Kimi slowly, slowly lowers his mug of coffee down. preempted this entire episode. Yeah. Guy, guy somehow, like, synchronises the same, like, lowering of coffee. <laughs> So both of them just like drop it, beads of sweat start to fall. Can I roll perception to see if I notice that from Guy? <laughs> yes, go on, insight, insight. Insight check. So that's Orin a is too busy 15? fiddling with the goose to see. 15. Uh, There's, yeah. There is some, yeah, you notice it, I'd say. You don't know why, but there is suspicion. <laughs> I'm just going to hold his gaze, just no judgment. <laughs> just like, bro. <laughs> That guy glances at you and immediately looks away. <laughs> Owen, that is very clever. Thank you. Yeah. No, I just thought it'd be uh, more useful if she can actually report what's going on. Um, and then he'll give it a go with um, just getting her to report the last 10 minutes mm -hmm. um, of what she's experienced in only the last 10 minutes uh, and see how that goes. Yeah. So it does take... Um, a bit of time for the the paper to come out, but and like the first few sentences, where well, she's getting used to this process as well. Like, I must imagine that they're like printing out of her mouth, like her little beak opens, and like there's just like little printer paper almost, like ticker tape coming out. Yeah, with like little perforated bits that you can like. Yeah. Pull, I think. Yes, amazing. Like proper uh, dot matrix, like the olden yeah, days. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and yeah, so the first few words are like horribly scrawled because she's like how do I control a quill in my mouth thanks mate um, but yeah then eventually she starts, starts describing um, all of you coming in and out of the, the breakfast space 
um, like what it is that you're eating, what it is that you're drinking, um, oh. all of that. Kind of, basically, detail to detail, the last 10 minutes of, wow. of what has happened um, at, the, at the breakfast table. There we go. Oh, extra pancake guy. <laughs> That's incredible. I'm going to say Gwendolyn comes down like halfway through this because she's been like doing some meditating and some stretching mm-hmm. and some yoga. She's trying to shake off her grumpiness from the night before. So I can imagine as she comes down, she's like, so what did I miss? <laughs> and being handed the stream of what's coming out so far. So she's just like, oh, the morning report. <laughs> yeah. Here's the last 10 minutes. Oh, wow. <laughs> that starts with Ruana. <laughs> oh, that was interesting, Ruana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, um, fellow adventurers, uh, out of interest, uh, with this thing we gotta do tomorrow, what do we need oh, to yeah. do beforehand to, like, you know, best prepare ourselves? Like, what's what's in everyone's agenda, so to speak? I would like to do a look around the room to see if anybody is listening to our conversation. Mm, make a perception check. Can I guide her? Help her guide her? I don't have that. But can I help her? <laughs> <laughs> I can, I'm gonna, I, I can I'll guide say, her for this, can't I? I'll say, I'll say you, can, you can have advantage as everybody probably in that moment goes... <laughs> And look, start glance, 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 glance. glance. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that is a nineteen. Nineteen. There are a few other people in the in the tavern at this time. Uh, again, sort of being served breakfast. A lot of them seem quite sleepy in various ways. Like there's small conversations happening, but everyone almost looks like they're in their own spaces. Nobody seems to be paying you any attention. Okay. Eyes. We need eyes and ears. Yes. Um, you know. I mean, we can we can go somewhere more private before we talk about what we're about to talk about. Yeah, we don't have to talk about this here. No. But we do need some method of... Talking about it. Talking about mm. it and doing the deed. So, yeah. Well, in previous experiences, like, you know, learned places are always good to get information. So yeah. some of us could go there. Yeah. We've also got the spoons because that's... That's why we're in Fallas Vale, after all. (laughs) (laughs) Gwendolyn does have a little look at Enkidu for a moment at that, and then carries on just like nodding with what everyone's saying. But there are four spoons here. We could also have a little swing past where we want to look. Well, Um, yes, there's lots of interesting places for tourism uh, we have here, aren't there? We've got this, um, where were the spoons again? Where did we have to go? Was it Newfoot? I've heard that's an interesting place to go and check out. Yeah. Um, perhaps yeah. back to City Hall. Where were the spoons again? Where was yeah. the spoon? Where did it start? <laughs> Where's, has anybody got the map to it was, it's, It is in Newford. It's the Noble's Nook that you're after. Oh, well, that's, oh. Very, that's very uh, useful, isn't it? Because that's where we need to go. So maybe that's our first port of call. Where are we staying? You're in uh, Wrighton. Wrighton. Okay. So, okay, it's across the across the river. Across the river, through Trist, mm-hmm. maybe past past Arkenwell, up to Newford. David. Yes. When I looked at the form last night with guys lovely dancing lights around. Mm-hmm. Is it long? Is it complicated? Would it take a long time to fill in? Do I need extra stuff? Um yeah. So you need um it's kind of like all of the basic kind of information. Your name, your age, uh Sort oh, of your oh heritage, your Don't education, know. your political alignment, your magical experience broken down by a school of magic. The reason that you want to join the consortium in 2000 words, oh. your greatest magical achievement in 2000 words, uh, oh, a magical treatise that you wish to explore in 2000 words. Why you think Venestad Alessius's <laughs> compendium is uh, flawed in 2000 words. And what? why you think the same compendium is essential to the study of magic in 2000 words. 
Okay, sorry. What was the name of that compendium again? That's <laughs> that such a decent bit of detail. Um, the uh, Venestad Alessius's compendium. Venestad, Ale- please write that in the chat for me. David. <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't even know. Has Orin ever heard of it? Um, Orin can make an Arcana check. Oh yes, please. I would say. Okay. So we got some places we should go. Twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah, Orin's come across the name. It's um. It's it's he's a very very old arcanist, like ancient arcanist that a lot of magical study is based around his writings. It's a bit like looking at like the works of Isaac Newton, for instance. It's, he's kind of revered oh. in that kind of a way in magical circles. Okay, and do I know where I might be able to get a copy of that book? Uh, probably the Arcanist Consortium. It's not rare. It's not a rare book, but you'd have to find uh, a magical study library of some kind. Okay. So I will also then just say to the group, also, I was reading through the form last night and uh, um, might need to try and get my hands on a book at some point. Okay. So um, do we want to, like, hit the spoons first or hit information gathering? Do we want to gather information and, and then discuss how we want to do things or have a chat before we go out and about? Um, I think if we're going to have a bit more of a detailed chat, it might be better to do it back upstairs yeah yes but before or after we go out and about maybe before just quickly yeah shall we retire then yes let's just make sure we've uh, got the things we need for the day ahead oh yes <laughs> they all very casually leave the breakfast room <laughs> yeah. to go back up taking stage. taking our tea with us <laughs> as, yeah. yeah as we leave guy like grabs and like forks everyone's like leftovers and stuff like that and shoves it in his mouth <laughs> Aggie watches. <laughs> nice. Akidi will take his cup of coffee upstairs. Just wants to just get into the habit of eating and drinking regularly again. Mm-hmm. As he goes, he'll tap Orin on the shoulder. Mm-hmm. Hey, um, yep. I have an idea for a project, but I have no idea really how it will practically go. Uh-huh. Once this whole thing is over with, you know, could I put it to one side and tell you what my idea is? Yeah, of course. Hopefully it will help. Um, it will help us. In the long run, so um, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever you want. Cool. And he slaps him on the back <laughs> and, and carries him <laughs> going upstairs. One point of bludgeoning damage. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Orin dies. Oh, no. <laughs> and Keely just cries. <laughs> so yeah, you secure yourselves back in your room. I almost imagine that the room, even though it's sort of you've got the, the bunk beds or whatever. It's almost like a train car in size. Oh, like, you know, so yeah. it's a little bit crammed, but er- and everybody's kind of like sat on the beds, like with their feet dangling off or like tucked under, trying to like see each other all at the same time. Okay. Nice. Um, the kid would probably be sat on the floor. I think Gwendolyn's like standing up in front of everybody. <laughs> Got a few things that um like to work through on the list. Um, Obviously, we can all add things in here, but, you know, we've got not got the whole day so anyway um first of all maybe let's lay off calling me carhilda um okay what okay. are we calling you now bit of a happened? discovery talking to my dad apparently it's a secret name my mum gave me and shouldn't use it around the occasions so um <laughs> yeah oh. yeah yeah that uh is um just call me delhi I, my brain feels like it's about to explode with trying to have all these different names. Delhi. Delhi is fine. Delhi? Yeah. Delhi the elephant. <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's a tune. <laughs> well, going around as Carhilda for this amount of time caused you 
some trouble? I'm not sure. My father seemed quite shocked that I even knew this name existed. Um, I think because we've been heading south, it should be okay. Okay. But, uh, so but we'll I... stick to Delhi to be safe. Yes. I, thank you. I appreciate that it was a, such a pain to start getting a new name in your head, but I appreciate how well you all did it. And um, hopefully Delhi at least is closer to Gwendolyn. Um, yeah. Yeah. I did also speak to my sister and it seems oh, like... Oh, how is she? As annoying as ever. <coughs> um, Excuse me. That's all right. Did you have a late night? I don't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing your cops into game. Um, <laughs> Aggie looks at Enkidu. Ah, Enkidu just sips, just peers over, over his mug. <laughs> Raise the eyebrows. I dare you. Um, yes, it seems that she was the one who said that it would be a good idea to send bounty hunters after me. <gasps> Um, she's oh. been doing some smoothing over with the debages, and I've decided that um, I'm not going to let it annoy me anymore or make me paranoid anymore. I'm obviously I'm going to still be on my guard, but I'm fed up with these people feeling like they have control over me and who I am. Um, so yeah, uh, that's that's just my little update. Tuna's gonna give her a big supportive. <laughs> You go, Glenn Coco hard. <laughs> <laughs> so your sister sent the bounty hunters after you? Uh, I mean, not in a intentionally malicious way, purely in a... She was annoyed with the way I behaved, quite rightly so. And um, she had to do a lot of patching up with the debages. And she also mentioned that she was also in some talks with the De Lavos. And I... I've heard their names mentioned quite a bit recently whilst talking to my family members and I wondered if any of you might have any information about them. I'm I'm starting to wonder how deeply they're involved with supporting Berrien, perhaps? That they might be the people that are helping to fund Berrien even more? It just seems to... They just seem to be lining up. Do any they of you... are a particularly not nice group of people to put it lightly then it would make sense they're quite greedy they'll use take advantage of chaos and social upheaval to get their hands on profit no matter how much blood it costs to get their hands on it in the first place and they are quite supportive of lord berrien you know he's um <clears throat> in the past he defended their family from the ailish so they're quite loyal to him lady tula delavo was at the rally wasn't she because that's what gus told us um yeah, no, she wasn't there, but she was mentioned uh, because because of Gus. Yeah, he, yeah, he was a servant of Lady Tula Delavaux. Yes, I wondered why I'd heard that name before, um, and it seems my father's worked with them in some capacity as well. But you seem to know quite a lot about them, Enkidu. They were kind of training to be part of the Royal Guard. Two of the two Delavaux children, very nasty bunch, not very nice. Um, yeah. Yeah, the whole family like to be wrapped up in serving their own self-interest rather than contributing to the greater good. But uh can't claim to know what she's up to nowadays, though. No, but I think I think it's good to maybe keep them on our radar. I I just got a gut feeling about them. Yeah, yeah. We should definitely keep an eye out for them. 
Aggie, take this down. We have a new enemy. <laughs> Aggie starts writing. <laughs> I could be barking up the wrong tree, of course, but I, I wonder if perhaps their relationship with Berrien might be the key to finding information that might bring him down. Potentially. Yeah. Again, like I say, it, it's a hunch. Um, I could be completely wrong, but I wanted to share my hunch with you all. I would be interested to know if any of you had some hunches or thoughts that you had going on. Obviously, Enkidu, you went away for some quiet time yesterday and just wanting to check in with where you're at. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, same old concerns, really. Uh, in this game of push and pull with these large powers that be and just not having enough tools to get what I'm going to say this what I want what I need and things that can protect us as a group um, every time we try to take action rather than deliberate about who who's got us in their power it always it seems to just come back in my face I just needed some time by myself but I do have a hunch like you said um, rings I have a concern about him well, it's good that we have some kind of loose plan about, you know, getting information from him t- tomorrow. Concerned that way, he said he 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 would deal with anyone to get, you know, to create some chaos, whether it's a lord in the Lord Assembly or the Hex themselves. Now, surely, with what happened last night in Shadow Sixteen, people will be on the move, right? I'm just concerned about what the Hex's movements are and the un spoken for members of the Children of Havoc because we found rings by himself. Mm. We didn't see yeah. anyone else. Yeah. So I'm quite concerned where their eyes and ears and feet are, whether they're watching us and or people around the town and also Tymon. One of them is pretty familiar with us. Yep. Well. Yes. Being brought back to life and all. Yeah. So quite concerned about those guys. Yeah. Well, we just got to keep them, keep them in mind. Like, the list of enemies grows, and we just don't have the answers. That's the problem. And, you know, by us doing, you know, more steps short, it's it's two steps forward, one step back. But at least in the end, it's one step forward. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was beautiful, Guy. Mm. That was tattoo-worthy. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> well, speaking of forward steps, um, I'm going to try something right now. And he'll stand up. Can you stand up? Gwendolyn will sit down. And <laughs> <laughs> huh. um, will just look. Just give, give, giving you like, the floor. Yeah, yeah. He will Ag- acknowledge Aggie, that. Like, note whatever's about to happen. And <laughs> <laughs> just eyes the goose. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, I might have to disappear today for a few hours. Just, uh, just uh, one or two informants about the city I want to check in on. Um, I promise I won't do anything risky or crazy on my own. But the less you know now, the better. And hopefully I'll come back to you with useful information that can keep us safe and informed. Gwendolyn would like to do an insight check. Yeah, do it. Yeah. Um, com- yeah. She, I, I, I'm trying I'm to figure to out. This, but- okay, yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm, I think Gwendolyn is trying to figure out how much is for us as a group comparatively to the group in his head whether i can tell that from what oh he's yeah when he's like saying us, like us. us is it us or is it 
his friends. I mean, we are his friends, but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Is it the us that makes up his yeah. person? That's yeah. what I'm trying mm -hmm. to gauge from him right now. Um, did I say insight? That's a 12. 12, yeah, how much? Hmm. 12. Um, you could tell that this is coming from a... This is an attempt to be um, forthcoming. And maybe you can intuit that the fact that he's saying it at all is, a, in his mind, a progressive step somehow. Maybe you're not mm. sure. It's a 12. Okay, okay, okay. Do, do we all get that impression <laughs> or just Gwendolyn? Um, inside check. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say just Gwendolyn. It's, it's hard to give like advantage on an insight check because it's mm. like a how much do you understand of a situation mm. um so if you all want to make your own no i mean like you're welcome what to. Gwendolyn gets from that do we get that he's like this is growth for enkidu to be filling us in on even this much do you know what it is what's your passive insight 12 <laughs> <laughs> i get exactly that <laughs> 14 14 so juna maybe reads a little bit more into it mm. Along the same kinds of lines, just like a more solid mm -hmm. understanding. In that case, she's going to say to Enkidu, um, would you mind just taking Ruana with you? She doesn't have to be near you, but just so that I know that if anything happens to you, we can know. Please take yeah. her. Yeah, of course. Thank of course. You. Um, Oren, can I have a page out of your book, please? Yeah. Um, yeah. Rip, 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 rip. Thanks. And over page. Just remember that, um, you know, we got a growing list of enemies and, you know, eyes are on us, whether we may know it or not. Just be careful and buy me something pastry-like, okay? <laughs> of course. Thank of course. You. Gwendolyn's been eyeing him and then just goes, thank you for letting us know. And she gives him a friendly bunch in the shoulder. <laughs> and Kitty collapses. <laughs> Damn it. Gosh, she's getting so hench. <laughs> like those press ups when I wasn't looking. <laughs> I know those hunches are giving her henches. Then Juna's going to take her by the hand and say, Take this. And there's, you look at your hand and there's nothing, but she's giving you guidance. Oh, <laughs> wonderful. This shouldn't take long. You're going now. Is that what, is that what you're going to show us? Sorry. Um,. Yeah, it's probably best I go now while it's early. I'll send a message when I'm when so I'm, um once I'm done. Um the message will appear somewhere close to your person. Um and once Miss Septon sees it, she can probably cast message and tell me where you are and I can join you for your, your spoons challenge or your library tour or whatever it is you guys decide to do today. But I figured the sooner I do this the better. Okay. Okay. Perhaps better to just be something like message me rather than anything with any details. My father was saying that the message that I sent him covered the whole ceiling and the floor above Whoa. because it was front what? to back. So, yeah, oh, no. just to be careful with what oh. we're doing with the paper. I really hope no one is ever looking at someone when they see the message. Oh, no. Oh, it's dark. <laughs> <laughs> it says a part of the spell on a surface, I think. Yeah. But then there's a person a surface. Yeah, but what if, it, like, if I wrote on it while I'm out, and it appears on the pavement with the entire street being able to see this giant message. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, well, it can always give it back if it doesn't use it. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th I think a simple message me, and I'll, if I can't message you, I'll make sure I have enough capacity to do a sending. Okay. Um, give me two hours. If you don't hear from me from then. Um, then I will send message anyway. Yes. 
I will look in the pastry shops. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring you the finest pastry this side of the shivered shore. <laughs> right. He's going to clasp your cheek in a hand and say, I'll hold you to that vent. I'll hold you to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Enkidu, if you're going off doing that, do we want to head? I mean, I mean, is it sensible for us to head to slightly um, so we know where we are, maybe to this first spoons challenge? Then you can potentially meet us there after. Yeah, it won't be too far. So, okay, I'll probably fly. I'll send you a pin. (laughs) You probably can actually. There's probably a way to do. I cast WhatsApp. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Um, I'll see you all later. Um, Rwana. That's why. Tiny owl, Rwana is going. Yeah. Cool. She's very um, pleased to be like having some like Enkidu Ruana time. Yeah, we'll give him a little 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 scritch and we'll head out. Nice. Before we head out, I um I've I've I feel like I've got a couple of new things that I'm able to do. And one of them is um I sort of have this feeling that I might be able to ask some sort of question about the future. I, I don't know oh. whether I'll get any useful information from it, but I feel like this might be the time to try maybe um, asking the the flower um, what maybe security measures may be like tomorrow or, or something like that, that that might help us in some way. Are you able to like um get like uh, uh specifics or something on that or is it more just like a like a feeling? I I like I say it's new but um I, I sort of get this feeling oh Vicky trying to justify spells again. That <laughs> um, if I if I sort of asked on behalf of the flower uh, a specific question it would give me an answer. I don't know how specific or um mysterious that answer might be but i wondered whether it was worth asking the question and, and seeing could could i make a suggestion gang um which is not anymore i've taken your ring <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so dirty <laughs> oh, God, no, you can anytime buddy um, oh, that's true friendship that is true that is um so, what? Where are all these voices coming from my head? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, it just bounces in. Um, an, an idea that might be here is that first we research in like you know the libraries and things like that, and then we might want to know information that isn't available in a library yeah. through those means. Because it'd be oh, annoying yeah. if you know you were like, oh, what's the guard situation? Yeah. And then we found in a book somewhere. I oh, would rather do it b- before tomorrow to save yeah, yeah, some yeah. of my magical power. But that sounds like a very good idea. I just, I felt like I should share it. And um, like I say, I don't know how useful it would be. Um, that sounds really impressive. Yeah. And you know what? Like, hey. It's a little bit like Crowl and Lady Vondell, isn't it? Where's the finger? Where's the finger less, that you've got? It's less going to the future and more oh, okay. asking a, a destiny-based question. Okay, as long as you don't find yourself in tomorrow. What are you talking about? What's that, Ori? <laughs> <laughs> in oh, no, tomorrow? I would never happen. <laughs> no, that, that would be ridiculous. <laughs> I would follow you into tomorrow, though, Ori, and I tell you that. So, to be clear, we're trying to go, we're going to go to Spoons, 
We're going to have spoons. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get a, a, a five pound breakfast. We're going to do a curry Thursday. <laughs> God, I feel guilty, but it's so good. Um, and then, um, and then maybe Enkidu will see us there. Maybe not. Then we go and do like a bit of library, a bit of research. Maybe one of us, two city of us, go off and do an extra well, job. Yeah, city hall. And while we're going to the spoons or afterwards, because that's in Newford, we could maybe just, if we happen to find ourselves walking down a street with some interesting looking buildings in it, let's keep our eyes open. Yes. Of course, yes, sir. The whole of Newford. We should probably explore it all, shouldn't we? Yeah. Yes. Just who knows what interesting buildings there might be there. Sorry, I'm just a bit confused. What's in Newford again? That's uh, where we're going to be going tomorrow. Oh, fair play. Okay, cool, cool, cool. All right. Before we go, so, sorry, I would, I would rather try some new things today than tomorrow when we may be in combat. <laughs> would anyone mind having a tattoo today? Sure. Can we do one whilst we're travelling or whilst we're in the queue to find out about... You'll get wiggly lines if you do it while you're travelling. Oh. Again, I can try it later, <laughs> but I, I, I'd rather not try new magic in a pressurised situation whilst we do have time. Okay, but Junior, you're telling us, one, you'd like to give us a tattoo, but two, you're not telling us why and you're saying it's magical. Am I going to explode <laughs> yeah. or no, what? what I would like to try is uh, to see if I can put magic into another person. That's a chat-up okay. line I've used so many times. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you just wanted to ask me, you could just ask me straight. <laughs> I've always been attracted to all the women, but you know. <laughs> she takes Guy by the hand and she's got her like tattoo stuff like ready to go because she's been like waiting to do this. Whoa, and she's whoa, just gonna whoa, tattoo. Whoa, whoa. Wait, wait. Um, uh, Delhi said that she was up for it. All right, yeah, give me your hand then. Uh, wait, wait, take yeah, long. Um, sure, but uh, is it just anything? Do you, do you have to know what it is now? I, we what, don't know. What would you like to be able to do? Well, I suppose it depends on what we're going to need to do when we get to these uh, challenges today. Very well. Yeah, it might come in more useful, mightn't it, uh, for something that we need for the for the for the spoons. Oh yeah, it is maybe save it. Very a lower exciting. pressure situation. Yeah, yeah. I just it's just it doesn't feel right to try new magic that I don't fully understand. Like it just seems like a nice day to be trying new magic. Yeah, well, that's the good thing about experimenting, isn't it? Like, uh... Oh, is this what it feels like to experiment? Yeah. Ooh, feels good. Guy opens the Let's door. Start making our way. Got <laughs> 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 the spoons. And Kidu like jumped out the window like <laughs> ten minutes ago. Oh my gosh! And then just as we go to leave, Aggie just prints out the last ten minutes of conversation. <laughs> oh <my> gosh! <laughs> That's actually quite dangerous. Oh we no! We're gonna have, have to start burning stuff that yeah. Aggie is printing out if we're like <laughs> talking about or, private or things. then blow torches it. Great. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> so is is the thing with Aggie that she prints everything? out that ever happens uh, no only if I ask her to cool. re- do a report cool, cool, cool. or I can get a little full report the following morning after we've had a long rest of the previous day Grace here keeping you updated with all things no small roles related it's spooky season so the perfect opportunity to tell you about regarding Dracula a bite-sized audio adaption of the horror classic Dracula. This show takes the famous horror tale and breaks it up chronologically. Every time something happens to the characters, Regarding Dracula will publish a new episode. Some entries will be brief, and others will be long and intense. 
Sounds enticing, right? But wait, there's more. Our very own Ben Galpin has been cast as Jonathan Harker. Not too shabby, eh? To find out more and to support their crowdfunder, head to our show notes, where there are links aplenty to be clicked. Ben is also in a limited run of Unlocking Cannon's House, before he goes on to join Open Bar once more to reprise his role of Scrooge in A Christmas Carol. And this time, the ever-festive Vicky Gaskin will be joining him on tour. Of course, there'll be costumes from me and music from David. Want to see me on stage? Then head along to the Witches of Oz at the Vaults Waterloo. This camp and queer cabaret panto will be running until the 14th of January. Not to be missed, even if I do say so myself. For those of you signed up to our Patreon, we hope you're enjoying The Rambler's Rest, a new chat show led by our darling Daryl Bailey. These early few episodes will be Patreon exclusives, so if you want to listen, please head to www.patreon.com forward slash no small roles. Someone who has done just that is the wonderful Robin the Fairy Bard, who was my delightful train buddy after a gig earlier this year. Thank you for taking a nerdy drag king up on his podcast recommendations. Big love and big rolls to you. Well, that's all from me for now. Let's get you back to the city. To the noble's nook. To the noble's nook. To the nook. noble's nook. Oh look, the noble's nerd. Oh look, <laughs> um, and yeah, it takes you. It takes you probably about uh, about an hour to get there. You ask for directions, but is there any public transport, well David? There are there are uh, carts around that are ferrying people. If you'd rather pay for one, don't we have our horses and carts? Oh, we could yeah. use our own horses. <laughs> and just use your own horses if you wanted. Let's to. use. Let's let's get yeah. Pip and Lord Crumpet out. Let's drive there. <laughs> I I'm forgot we called them that. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. completely forgot that. <laughs> yeah, girls. Yeah. It, like halves the time, halves okay, the time. Great. There's Thank still you. a little bit of like trying to find your way because traffic, parking. Uh, traffic, parking. Why did they drive on the other side of the street here? <laughs> yeah. I said we should have stopped and asked for directions. <laughs> uh, but you pull up, and the noble's nook is not a nook. It is a very Ooh. large leisure compound. Ooh. Oh. It is. There, it's like a massive. It's like three or four taverns have like knocked through walls and wow. sort of conjoined themselves. Uh, there's a massive archway leading into a huge courtyard. There's eateries. There's a, like an in-house brewery. There are rooms for hire. Um, in the centre of this courtyard, there's a little uh, petonk terrain um, where people like playing like. It's not quite bowls. It's petonk. It's French. Um, <laughs> petonk. 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 It's the noise it makes um, as you throw the balls. Anyway, um, (laughs) in this sort of courtyard space, before you even have to get into it, like, it's hustling and bustling. uh, But there is a table set up um, in the courtyard with a Twain Tide Tea Tournament banner hanging off of the front of it. Um, (laughs) There are two sort of pale humans uh, sat there. Um, one of them's got rather unfortunate eyebrows, um, and the other one has got a, a coffee stain <laughs> down their top. Um, <laughs> and they don't really seem to be talking to each other. Oh, oh no! One's thrown coffee at the other. <laughs> There's, uh... The other has shaved the other's eyebrows. <laughs> and uh, spin-off episode. They're, they're sitting there. Um, Watching you try to like navigate your your horses and cart around like 
the bustle of this courtyard. Uh, but who approaches them? I'd like to approach them and say, what happened here? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what? What, what happened here? <laughs> this is the Side Seat Tournament. Are you signed up or? <laughs> right, we're doing that then. Yes, we are signed up. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> well, go on then. Are you going <laughs> to? Oh, no. They turn. No, they 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 turn to the. This is the coffee stain one. Turns to the other one. Who's like? Oh, I suppose I'll give them all the information then, will I? Always oh, bloody me, isn't it? <laughs> Starts like <laughs> rustling bits of paper and is like, "Thank you so much." Hands you a, a small map with a <laughs> a list of the uh, the challenges. These are your challenges for the Twain Tide Two tournament here in Fall Lost Vale. We have four possible spoons to win. Whilst you are here, there is the history lesson, the mage's trial, the duck hunt, and the watchman. You can compete in them in any order, but the same rules apply. As with previous places, you can only attempt each one once, uh, once per member of the team. Uh, um, You must have your stamps on you to confirm that you have attempted. Thank you, Michael Caine. (laughs) He's getting like that, isn't he? yeah, you must you must have your stamps on you to compete. Thank you very much. That was very well explained. What is your what is your team name, sorry? The Go on Orin. Go on Orin. <sighs> the Abracolads. Yeah. Every time someone says it, guy strums like a chord. Like a majestic like a majestic chord that just oozes out confidence. <laughs> Abraka lads. And um, it's spelt with a star and a lightning. It's all right. Bolt. I've got the spell in here. Okay. I'll mark you off. And Kudu has a, has a skip somewhere. <laughs> and you notice actually that <laughs> in in front of him, is he's got um, the full list of team names. Oh. <gasps> and so finds you. Do we do we recognise any of them? Did we know the name of... Firion. Yeah. yeah. Did we know their team name? No, no we didn't, did no. we? No. No. How many teams okay. Just the team seem names. to be on the list out of interest? Loads. Yeah. Um, there are yeah. There's there's probably about forty, fifty Fuck. teams. Um, some of them have been crossed out. You know. Oh. Why why are those ones crossed out? Um, they have either withdrawn from the uh, competition or have uh, been disqualified in one way or another. Oh. Gosh, you you run a tight ship, don't you? There's there's a glance between them again. <laughs> I don't run a tight ship. Uh, it's just an expression. I'm not a sailor. I, I didn't say you were. You said I ran a tight ship. Uh, it's, it's, it's just a turn of phrase. Um, I can see why you two get on so well. <laughs> she smiles. Oh my gosh. It's lovely to meet you. What are your names? Just out of oh interest. Gosh. I'm Joe. This is Mo. <laughs> Mo Joe. So glad I Of course it is. Yes. So, um, so, uh, uh, Mo, uh, where would you recommend, like, we go for the first spoon trial? Like, what's nearest? Um, so, what is nearby? The uh, history lesson uh, takes place at the Very Thorn Academy in Governor's Mile. Um, you can attempt that there, or you can head to Arkenwell uh, to the training chamber um, on the outskirts of the Arcanist Consortium. That is also not too far from you, uh, from us. Uh, the duck hunt, I will give no information about. And the watchman, you are to head to Ashgate. Okay, so like Thank in you. theory, we could do the Arkenwell 
one gang and then maybe do some things around there that we want to do yeah. today and then maybe if yeah. we wanted to swing by the um the ash gate and then uh, and then head uh, head on back to to rest up maybe yeah and and there was that history lesson one that was where was that one sorry that was in where that was at the Verithorn Academy in Governor's Mile. Oh, okay. So we could do the Arkham one, Arkham Arkham one well on the way there. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. That sounds perfect. Okay. And as if you were so inclined. In yes. Newford, is there in, uh, anywhere that you th- would recommend looking around? I think there's lots of posh houses around here, aren't there? Um, yeah. If you're interested in local uh, history, I would suggest uh, just passing through Newford Park. There is a lovely estate there. Um, oh yes anybody uh, famous yes it is the residence of one of the um one of the high circle of the arcanist consortium oh really yes it is a tourist hotspot um as you can imagine so if you were so inclined you could go that way oh wow which which member of the high circle a member of the high circle lives there i think wow do you do you assume that i know them well i mean Sounded like a tourist spot. It is a tourist spot. I've been told that it's a tourist spot. Oh, okay. Oh, and is it like, do you get on like a tour or do you just have a walk up? Well, I've not been on a tour, so I don't know if you could just get on a tour. Is there like a tour? Is there a tour? I don't know. Is there? Maybe ask Mo, because he sounds like he's a bit more well-informed around these parts. He's not. Hey, Mo, what do you think? <laughs> uh, I don't think. Shoot, <laughs> I look over at Joe. I, I try not to think. Great. Well, if you could just point us in the direction of uh, Newford Park. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you just want to head straight out here and then round the corner to the park. Great. Lovely. Thank you very much. You've both been Thank very you. helpful. Yeah. Indeed. You're welcome and good luck with the Twain Tide Tea Tournament. Thank you. High five. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed Joe and Mo. I love Joe and Mo so much. (laughs) (laughs) All right, uh, we we drive Pip and Law Crumpet round to uh, Newford Newford Park Park. as we're going past. Yes, let's do the touristy things. Yeah, it's really not far at all before you start seeing, like, the the road widens out uh, to allow for a lot more pedestrians to walk through. Uh, But even then, there are carts passing through the park. Uh, You can tell that the people that are sort of driving that way tend to be more, less, well, less, like, merchants and traders and more people going for a more scenic route through the city, um, which you fall into suit with quite easily. The park itself is very well kept. It's... um, it's clearly a public park, but at the same time is is, is manicured lawns and prepared uh, flowers and and the trees are trim, uh, trimmed. Um, no, there's no toll gates uh, letting you in. You're it's it's completely free for everybody. There's few people's having like uh, picnics and things, sort of early um, late morning picnics. Oh, look! They um, look like they're celebrating one year of a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be past two years by the time this comes out. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh my god. So, but as you sort of drive through, what you do realise is that the park is built around a large estate in the centre of it. Mm. Um, There is uh, a high wall sort of encircling a building, um, which you can't really get too much of a glimpse on from where you've come in as you sort of circle round this wall. And there are, there are lots of people 
sort of ambling about trying to to peer through um the wall itself is it's probably about 15 feet high Uh, it's just made of white stone but there are no entrances apart from one wide archway Mm. you manage to do an entire loop of the of the thing Um, and again there is a, a path that kind of encourages people to do a tour in that way as you sort of come round to the archway though you notice that there isn't a there isn't a gate on it in any way and in fact there are a group of teens uh out the front throwing trying to throw rocks through the archway and they just keep bouncing off of an invisible barrier um and occasionally one of the kids tries throwing it over the archway same thing happens Mm. david um i'm just gonna like um step off the cart Mm-hmm. Just pick up a nearby like stone or a bit of rubble from the cobblestones, and just lob it over the wall. Not the arch, but over the wall. Mm-hmm. What happens? Uh, yeah, you kind of like walk. We'll say like sort of twenty feet round away from the arch, and as you throw it, exactly the same thing happens. It kind of bounces, and there is a the smallest of shimmers, of like translucent shimmers, but the rock bounces not in any dangerous way that it starts flying into. <laughs> flying into other people passing by it kind of like hits it and like drops down toward the to the ground Mm. the only other interesting thing about the archway itself um is that uh emblazoned in brass above it are the words chargelt hall and aside from that you can see through the archway towards the house itself so yeah if you did want to get down and sort of have a closer look char Char chargelt hall Yeah. Do we does know that who name or ring a bell? Yes, it does. Is. Yes, it's one of the high table. Um, it's not one of the high table. Oh, but no, you do recognise the name. It's, isn't it the the founding founding member? Yep. Oh. oh, yeah. The very first seat of the high circle in the Arcanist Consortium was deposed, but she was still given the honour of a burial within the grounds of the consortium. Which isn't the consortium's in the Vale, though, not in Newford Park. Yeah, so they are not buried. So yeah. this is well, her house. But what yeah. the kid is not here. This is Daryl's. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, this would be her house, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah so it's, 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 it's named after her, like Elizabeth Tower. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it could have been her house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A hall is something which could be passed down or yeah, yeah, yeah. preserved for, like you know, like a heritage house or something. I guess you'll find out when you get through. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyone peering through the archway, uh, you can just see. A well-tended garden, uh, sort of low shrubberies and things. Uh, there's a statue of a rearing lion at the centre of it. And then beyond that is quite a wide building. Not particularly tall. It's only maybe got two floors, sort of high ceiling floors, you can imagine. But you can see a ground floor and a first floor. Um, all made of grey stone. Large windows, from what you can see, again, on every wall and in every window. Uh, looking, you assume, into every room. They're just... There are heavy curtains drawn across every single window, so you can't see in. Mm. Um, from yeah, just from a, a, a look, as close as you can get to the archway, and there, there is a crowd of people, sort of trying it the same, like just oh, having a bit of a nose, going oh yeah, a bit of history, lovely, lovely, uh, before making their way on. So it's not it's not odd for any of you to approach. Are the guards around, or like people inside the house, uh, inside the grounds? Make a perception check. Uh, that is a that is a 17 17 uh, there's definitely nobody 
that you can see, especially not in the garden area. Um, as you try to get a beat on if anyone's in the house, there is a bit of a twitch of a curtain at one point. Mm-hmm. But again, you don't actually see anyone. You just see like a bit of a rustle as you assume somebody's kind of like walking past the curtain as they're like about their business. So there are people inside you can assume. Okay. Um, this is amazing. Um, I could look at this for at least 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, it's me too. I wonder, I wonder if we like see a celebrity through the window. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's hang around yes, for yeah. 10 or 11 minutes Let's and have a watch. Let's see a celeb. Orin starts fiddling with his goggles. Nice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gwendolyn, um, kind of as they're having that conversation, kind of a good, oh, uh, do you, it's just a, whoever nearest passerby, do you know which uh, celebrity lives here? Um, there's a kind of like another orcish woman um, who's, she is almost as dressed up as you used to be, um, but not quite. Um, she says, oh, yes. Dear, this is where Archmages Petragranius lives. Isn't it fabulous? Oh, it is absolutely divine. Oh, my god! Glorious. Obviously, I wish I could see inside. But oh. Oh, just this little view is lovely. Isn't it just? I just wish I could. I mean, do you know any way of being able to get in? <laughs> Only with her invitation, I'm sure. Oh, my. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I would love it. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I would. Where are you from? Oh, um, not too far. Oath holes. Um, well, I mean, that is far, but I, I live in town. Oh, oh, of course. Yes. Well, you certainly look like you live in town, don't you? Oh, thank you, dear. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little out of season, but I appreciate it. <laughs> yes, no, it is lovely. I mean, can you just imagine how the whole, like, how whole hall is decorated? Oh, goodness. Does she ever throw any balls or anything like that? Well, not for me. I'm, I can be certain. Oh. <laughs> Well, you never know. Yeah. You can live in hope, can't you, dear? Live in hope. That's what we <laughs> yes. say. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, lovely to meet you, dear. Lovely, lovely to, to meet, meet you, too. You. She moves on. Gwendolyn whispers to Juno, what a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you just here walking away. Oh, my God, those bloody clothes, choppers. <laughs> in this weather. <laughs> um, so I assume you're casting Identify? Or in- um, well... Or, or what, what are you casting? I would like first, please, uh, mm. to cast um, Magical Detection, mm. please, to um, suss out what's, what, what is magical that's clearly a magical barrier. And yeah. then I would specifically like to see if I can figure out where it is coming from. Mm-hmm. And once I've done that, if we are not, you know, if people are hanging around and and there isn't any sort of, you know, there's lots of people hanging around having a good mooch. Yeah. If there is still 10 minutes of time where we're not going to look suspicious, I might then want to identify the source, if I can locate the source. Mm. Um, so from initial detection, yeah, it's very obvious. Uh, it's an abjuration shield. Um, as for specific source, you actually can't get a beat on anything magical going on beyond the barrier. Yeah. Um, so it's quite hard to tell. It definitely seems to be emanating from the walls itself, which would explain why above the walls as well, it's kind of the the barrier continues. Yeah. So the walls themselves are also magically protected in the same way as above them. Yeah, exactly. Or at the very least, you can sense that uh, the, the same shield travels within the wall. Yeah. So even if the outside can be broken a little bit, and there is a, like a, the odd crack here and there, it's very definite that you're not, even if you could get through like a, a layer of brick, you're not going to get any further. Yeah. 
And just out of interest, uh, because magical detection can go down within three foot of wood or dirt, does the barrier extend below the wall? It three does, foot. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, at least three foot. It kind of, I imagine, almost like you, you're, where the, the extents of your vision in that kind of yeah. like fade out. You can see that it's fading out it's, and carrying on. It's carrying on. Oh, it is a really fascinating building. Yes. Um, yeah, if you did want to cast Identify on the area you do have time i would say like having a look around there are people that have that have been there since before you were sort of gathered okay that aren't making any moves there's quite a lot of hubbub and chat around this area yeah i'll sort of move around a little bit and maybe i'll just sort of go and inspect the brickwork somewhere mm-hmm. and sort of gently spend 10 minutes pulling out the the pearl and just mm. having a good old look yeah. Juna's going to like stick by Orion and be a bit like chatty with people around so he doesn't look like he's just picking out a pearl. Be like, oh, <laughs> have you ever seen her um, in real life? That kind of stuff. Yeah. So you start to get details on the wall itself. Mm. It is actually quite a basic uh, barrier. It is detecting for uh, fast moving objects, it's detecting for people approaching, like unauthorized people approaching. But what you, in a comforting way, you realise that if you were not detectable, it wouldn't be an issue. If, say, we were invisible just for the sake of argument. Yeah. If, if you were in some way un, unseen by magic, uh, the way that this whole wall is constructed, it wouldn't recognise you. If we were, say, invisible and unscribable. Yeah. What about? Oh no, I'm not. You, you, this is in your head, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not saying yeah, this out loud this is anywhere like, this near. Is, yeah. This is you like visualizing all of the scribbles and like how the how the magic works. I will be filling everyone in later <laughs> in the cart. <laughs> the moment this is yes, okay. So if it can't detect us, it, I think it won't stop us. That's the that's what you can gather. Interesting. Just one final thing, and if it. And it, it just sort of acts to bounce something off if if it does detect it. It doesn't, like, inflict damage or... No, it doesn't. And, like, even a few people are walking up and, like, leaning against it. And there's, like, a, a bit of, like, a, a buzz with them. But there's... Nobody's yeah. getting hurt in any way. Cool. Thank you. Do they look like Apart they're enjoying the it? the small projectiles of, like, <laughs> rocks coming off of it. And the occasional bird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not necessarily enjoying it, but it, it's really not causing anyone discomfort. We don't want to give it a go, though, just for funsies. I mean, you can if you like. They don't look like they're having fun now. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right, are you, uh, yep. you finished uh, sightseeing, buddy? Oh, yeah, all good, yeah. Lovely. Well, I'm so glad we came, aren't you? Oh, yeah. It's in the house of a celebrity. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I think I saw a window twitch. Oh, curtain. During that time when... Orin's been doing all that. Um, can Gwendolyn have asked a guy to use his very good uh, looking at things uh, perception um, to see if he can see any roses or anything anywhere security wise? Mm. Any roses? Symbol of the roses. Let's see if you know. Can you, you? You've got such good eyes, and I wonder if you're looking through the gate. You can. You see that lion over there? I just wonder if. I mean, you know. How <laughs> I know it's far away, but. He's got good perception. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll, I'll I'll give it a go. Uh, let me have a look. See, yeah, 
Or Asia's even dead. if it just say... looks similar in style to the dragon at the Wandels. Mm. I'll say you can have advantage on it as sort of the three of you are. Pointing it out. And... Cool. Pointing it out and discussing things and listening to other people's conversations and that. Yeah. Guy's going to close his fake eye and look really carefully. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's got such yeah, a good Yeah, one eye, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still better perception than my two eyes. Mm. Oh, it's good. Um, That's going to be a 23. Abracalad. That's my favourite number. Roll the natural 19, son. Natural 19. So, (laughs) whilst you don't see any specific rose symbols, as you are looking at this lion, yeah, you get the sense that it could be... There's something about it, like, it it does seem to match the the dragon in the Vondel's Folly. There is, you as you're looking at it, you're like, that feels, that looks, you can almost see, like, joins in the stonework of it that you're like that can move mm-hmm. okay i'll just be like um to Wendland. oh wow yeah like you gotta admire the craftsmanship i'm sure it's about it's similar to something that we've seen before oh yes mm. well we do like to go and see great craftsmanship don't we it's like beautiful the masonry all masonry almost makes it feel like you know it can move it's mad oh oh gosh <laughs> yes yes so she's Nodding with like eyes and wide eyebrows, like mm, I understand. It's like that that book, The Lion, the Witch, and the Cupboard. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, a courtyard full of uh, statues. <laughs> we get on the cart. Yeah, please do. Yeah. <laughs> please, let's go. Let's escape from the C.S. Lewis estate. <laughs> I've been there. It's quite nice. Anyway, to the spoons. Um, oh, look, the spoons. To the spoons. Yeah. So which uh, which one are you heading to first? Oh, by the Arken Well. Yeah, the Arken Well one is the nearest one, I think. Yeah. From what and then you've we got the told? Maiden Vale, and then the one by there's one by Ashford Gate. Uh, I can't remember what the other one. Was is. there one in Newford? No. So there was um, the training chamber in Arken Well. There's Verithorn Academy in Governor's Mile. There is uh, yeah. the Duck Hunt. Oh yeah, the Duck Hunt with, uh, in which you are given about. no information about. Okay, so hang on. So there's the duck hunt, no info. And the watchman at Ashgate. The watchman at Ashgate. Ever since um, Joe said that, a uh, guy has been keeping an eye out for anything that is duck related in the architecture or anything like that. Um, make a make a perception check. No, an investigation check. I would say. Mm, looking out for those ducks. Them dukes. Um, my. Investigation is a twelve. A twelve. No ducks, unfortunately. No ducks. No. But a goose. Even asking around a little bit, you just get some strange looks. I mean, there are there are some ducks in the park, but <laughs> no duck work in the architecture as you're traveling. Cool. Good to know. They're a clue. Um, so we weren't even told where the duck hunt happens. Correct. No, they were really like sassy about yeah. it. Like, I'm not going to tell yeah. you anything about it. Okay, so. Grovesnam, uh, sorry, Arkenwell is our nearest. Should we go there? Yeah. The training chamber. All right, we make for the training chamber in Arkenwell. Yeah. Um, and as you sort of work your way through Arkenwell and approach uh, the northern end of the Arcanist Consortium, you see a very large hall labelled the training chamber. Mm-hmm. But Enkidu. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. You have uh, you've made your way. Down to Floodthorpe. Mm-hmm. You've uh, asked around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sully to find the Queen's Comb. Yep. 
Um, and what you find, uh, interestingly, is a warehouse. Damn it. Um, with a large web of hexagons painted on the side of it. Whoa. To represent honeycomb. Oh, right, yeah, of course, Queen Bee. Um, but yeah, lots of six-sided shapes, all on, like, this sort of wall uh, and, like, wide-open doors of this of this warehouse, mm-hmm. which, as you sort of approach it, you just get a very strong whiff of honey. Okay, cool. Um, the doors are open, and you look in, and it is uh, very much a, uh, a factory floor um, of people processing um, honeycomb and uh, jarring it up, sort of uh, doing the whole process of, of, of taking honey from from the bees, mm-hmm. melting it down, purifying it, uh, straining it, putting it into jars, labelling it up, and from the door, you're a little bit confused at the whole situation. Um, I'm going to give um, Rowana a look, but I'll keep mm-hmm. speaking to Rowana. Um, mm-hmm. Well, um going from previous experiences i guess uh, this must be a front as it were the the painting outside is to give anyone in the know the indication that certain six-sided friends are here but for anyone passing by well they find this a honey-making factory so um why don't we venture in deeper see if we can find anyone willing to talk about anything off the book eh? <laughs> um, i'll just walk in go inside um, yeah keep my eyes open um yeah the first few people kind of you can clearly tell that they are just laborers in in their own way they're just focusing on on their task in this process completely ignore you as you walk in um eventually somebody does kind of like drop out of line seeing you just wandering through mm-hmm. that they kind of like yeah you're right mate they've got like proper like sort of overalls on gloves on to make sure their hands don't get sticky um yeah um i was uh have an appointment i was told to uh drop by someone would say hello um who's that with then we didn't share any names hmm. all right sounds about right um yeah follow me jerry look after my all right good all right yeah this way <laughs> um and kind of turns starts leading you winding you through this factory it's it's an open space mm-hmm. um so even as you're getting further inside you can still whilst there are a lot more obstacles in your way you can still see the door out okay um eventually though um he does lead into a sort of a small set of corridor rooms uh just at the back little um offices and sort of comes to one um knocks on the door there's no response, so opens it up. Uh, it's just a standard little office, sort of two chairs on one side of a desk, one one chair on the other one. Mm-hmm. Sort of a vent in the ceiling that's kind of like whirring around. The smell of honey through the place. And he goes, uh, yeah, you good to wait here? I'll go. I'll go let people know. Yeah, sure. All right. Kind of stands back, lets you in, closes the door, locks it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Walks away. Okay. Um, I'm going to go to the other side of the desk. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do I see? Make an investigation check. Can I have advantage thanks to Rowana? Yeah, I will. <laughs> I'll let you have an advantage. 
Oh, one's, one was a natural one, the other was 18. On minus one. So it's a 17. It's a 17 because of minus one. Yeah, I'll say <laughs> you're looking at the desk and, and like you're like, yeah, office, desk, chairs. Clearly, this is just like a small meeting room, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Ruana kind of like hops down onto the floor and starts pecking at something and hooting away at you. Okay. Um, and you notice that the all of the chairs and the the desk are all bolted to the floor. Okay, cool. Um, any papers or anything like that? No, you kind of get the impression there's maybe like a hot seat, a uh, hot desking type of a. <laughs> oh no, not hot seat, sure. <laughs> hot no, desking yeah. type of yeah, like, no. like this is like just a room that like people use for a quick meeting, not necessarily a working office. Okay, cool. Um, I'm gonna try to pick the lock on the door. Cool. Yeah, please do. Can, no, she got, she's a bird. She can't really help. She can't necessarily help with that. No. <laughs> yeah. She sticks her talons in. Uh, it's not good. It's a natural four. No matter what I add to that, it will be pants. <laughs> okay, okay. So, yeah, you give it a try. Mm-hmm. Um, but something, maybe they've, like, left a key in the other side, perhaps? Sure. Or, like, something's just blocking that last little bit of, like, mm-hmm. getting it through. Um, can you make an intelligence saving throw, please? Oh! Oh, oh shoot! That's a two minus one. <laughs> no, oh. not can, natural. Can Ruana make one as well, please? Um, uh, that's a natural two. <laughs> oh, you rolling for Ruana? Oh, would I let I let I let Vicky? Roll. Yeah. <laughs> if that had been yeah. good, I would have been like, yeah, yeah, saving. Yeah. <gasps> Natural twenty. Yes. Vicky <laughs> oh <my laughs> is holding it up for the camera. Of it's minus four, so good job. It's a natural twenty. Oh, oh, oh. man! <laughs> As uh, you kind of like pull away from the uh, from the door, going, yeah, that's not a way out. Mm. Uh, just the the vent above. There's just like a churning, pulsing noise starts like whirring inside of it. Mm-hmm. And then as you turn to kind of like understand what that noise is, yeah. you feel your body stop moving. Question, is this poison? Nope. Okay. This is a paralysis. Oh, oh no. Okay. And then the floor opens. <gasps> the entire room, all of the desks, all of the chairs stay bolted where they are, oh. but the entire floor boosh, opens up. That's why they're bolted. Can you make... Uh, oh no, you're paralyzed. paralyzed so you so fail just... a deck save. I'll just drop. You just drop a hundred feet into the dark. A <gasps> hundred feet! <gasps> oh my god. I'm gonna I'm roll some dice. Excuse me. <gasps> no, don't oh, you... dude. Oh my god. Why do we never let Enkidu go anywhere on his own? Does Ruana fall? Because if Ruana is not falling, she is Ruana's like flying, flying isn't she? back to us to tell us what's going she on. She flies. Yeah. Give me two seconds. She's Yeah, she's a flying thing. So she's not paralyzed. She's just flying. Yeah. Yes. Al, not Albert, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Enkidu has the paper. Enkidu has the paper. Enkidu has the yeah, paper. Probably, probably dead. <laughs> not again. Oh, Grace. Not again. I don't have that many hit points to survive that much dust, dude. I think you're prepping Featherfall, but I mean, that won't help you because I'm not there. Well, Daryl's just going to have to prep another character, so. Okay, do you know, it's. You might be. You might be I don't actually know what your hit points are. You might be okay. So, um, 100 foot fall. You've, uh, it's um, a d6 for every 10 feet, so it's 10d6. I'll survive. Um, and I have rolled up uh, 44 points of damage. I'm alright. 
So, yeah, it is a shock. Like, you fall down, you hit stone at the bottom. Is Rowana going down into the pit, or is she staying in the room? That's what I want to know. What what happens to the floor? Does it like does it like stay open in a pit? Falls open and it does start closing again. Lie, you fool! Yeah, I think oh, she is flying paralyzed. back. She's yeah. no, no, she's not paralyzed. No, is she? She's not. She's not. She's she's flying back. She needs to get. She, she Ruana can't handle this. Well, but there's there's no windows, and the only way out is a vent or a locked door. Oh, then she's gonna fly down into the pit. If there's no way out, she's gonna have to stay with Enkidu. Okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah, she like sort of drops down just under the floor as it cl- sort of snaps shut again. Uh, and Kidu, yeah, all you see is the light of the room above just sort of like disappear oh. as it's closed. You do see Ruana kind of floating down towards you. Mm. Um, then uh, again, you're stuck where you are, mm-hmm. paralyzed. Right, great. Uh, a lantern comes around the corner. Mm-hmm. And whilst you can't turn to see it, sort of it, you can feel it like, the light fill up the space this almost like sewer like room that you're now in Mm. and just like drops on the floor next to you and then leaning over your face is a a burn scarred tiefling with beetle like horns who like grimaces sorry I'm being really thick (laughs) Malleus yeah (gasps) and that's where we're going to end the episode oh my gosh dude dude we trusted you to be cool Daryl, what have you got as a teammate? You have been listening to David Knight as your Dungeon Master Ben Galpin as Orin Chris Watts as Gaius Daryl Bailey as Enkidu Grace Kelly Miller as Gwendolyn and Vicky Gaskin as Juna. Original music by David Knight. Please tell your friends, subscribe and follow us on all social media. Thank you for listening to No Small Roles. Anon for now. Sixth of November. It was late in the afternoon when the Professor and I took our way towards the east, whence I knew Jonathan was coming. We did not go far. 11th of October, evening. Jonathan Harker has asked me to note this, as he says he is hardly equal to the task, and he wants an exact record kept. I think none of us were surprised when we were asked to see Mrs. Harker a little before the time of sunset. We have of late come to understand that sunrise and sunset are to her times of... 25th of September, 6 o'clock. Dear Madam Mina, I have read your husband's so wonderful diary. You may sleep without doubt. Strange and terrible as it is, it is true. I will pledge my life. 24th of August. I must imitate Mina and keep writing things down. Then we can have long talks when we do meet. I wonder when it will be. I wish you were here with me again. On July 6th, we finished taking in cargo. Silver, sand, and boxes of earth. At noon, set sail. East wind. 25th of May. My dear Arn, we've told yarns by the campfire in the prairies and dressed one another's wounds after trying to land... 3rd of May. Bistritz. I had for dinner, or rather, supper, a chicken 
done up somewhere with red pepper. Memorandum. Get recipe for Mina. I asked the waiter, and he said it was called Paprika Hendel. Regarding Dracula will be a chronological adaptation of Bram Stoker's gothic masterpiece. We need your blood, uh, help, to get this adaptation out of its coffin and into your podcatcher of choice. Visit bit.ly slash redracula to invite this podcast into your home. The stakes are high because this is an all-or-nothing project. I am in hopes that I shall see more of you at Castle Dracula. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.